Hello and welcome to Loving Our Fears with Shikara Stogi. Many years ago, like so many of us, I was also held hostage by my life situations. Like so many of us, I also waited for the lows in my life to turn into highs so that I could start feeling happy again. Like so many of us, I also pinned all my hopes on these external situations, none of which were under my control. But growing up, that's exactly what I had learned life was all about. This waiting game where the winner is the one who has the least amount of problems in life. But that perception about life started to change for me as I started to finally receive what I wanted. Because even when I started to receive what I thought was best for me and my life, I didn't quite feel happy yet. And one of the biggest reasons why I didn't feel happy even when I finally started getting what I wanted out of life and this is something I didn't quite understand at that time was because in the back of my mind I was always afraid for that other shoe to drop. My mind had become a preparation ground for getting ready to deal with that what was next to come. Another failure, another disappointment. And it wasn't really until a few years ago that I finally began to notice that there was a tape recording that was constantly playing in my mind over and over and over again. And because it was playing in my mind all the time is why I used to feel what I used to feel all the time, anxious. So have you ever wondered where do feelings come from? Why do we feel what we feel? Or why don't we allow ourselves to feel what we already feel? Maybe you have or maybe not. But what's incredible to me is that as a human society, we have spent lifetimes learning about how to make the most money and have even spent that same money building walls and getting ready for wars because of all our differences. But only if we had spent just a fraction of this energy on getting to know our own selves, our minds and how our minds operate we would know that we are more similar than different. We would know that we share more in common than what meets the eye. And even if you may have not gone into the depths of your soul and got in touch with your true self yet, even if you have just scratched the surface and have come to know yourself through your mind, you would know that our mind is one of those things which makes us all human and this human mind operates in very similar ways regardless of color, 
race, religion, culture, nationality. The only difference is some of us may know more about practicing the art of distancing themselves from the non-stop chatter of this mind while others may not. So how does a human mind operate? I think by now we may already know that our mind is responsible for generating thoughts, positive or negative. But do you also know that our minds are also responsible for generating all the feelings that we feel in our bodies, positive or negative? And this is called the mind-body connection, which you may have already heard about. What you think is what you feel. So, if it's this simple, what we think is what we feel, then why don't we just think positive thoughts all the time so that we feel positive all the time? Well, that's where it begins to get tricky. And it gets tricky not because of the complex nature of a human mind, but because of the fact that no one ever thought of teaching us about the most powerful thing, a human mind. And because we don't know much about our own mind, we tend to believe the thoughts which it thinks all the time. And the kind of thoughts that our mind thinks are mostly always negative. If you don't believe me, all you have to do is to begin to pay attention to what you are feeling. And the moment you begin to feel restless or anxious or some kind of stress in your body, try noticing your thoughts and what you're thinking in your mind. I have spent several years paying attention to my own thoughts and what I've noticed is that more than 95% of thoughts created by my mind are repetitive thoughts. And most of these thoughts are either about something or someone from my past or future and therefore they have nothing to do with the present moment. And in those moments when I notice my thinking, which for me is pretty much all the time now that I've spent years noticing my thoughts, I have noticed a trend. A trend where my mind is mostly unhappy. And the reason why I believe my mind is unhappy is because most of the thoughts that my mind generates dance between waiting for good things to happen to me and complaining about my problems. And an interesting thing about being human is that if you and I compare notes from a higher perspective, we may find a lot of similarities between my thought patterns and your own. And these thought patterns are a human condition which is created by our minds. A mind which is never happy with what it has in this moment and a human mind is never happy no matter what we have or don't have in this moment because it operates on the premise that happiness is in the future, happiness is in the next job, the next paycheck, the next title, the next home, the next boss, the next relationship, the next achievement, the next vacation. So although 
we may reach that next goal and become happy that happiness will be temporary because the mind will get restless and look to the future to become happy again so the bottom line is a human mind does not want to be happy all it wants to do is to keep waiting and keep complaining this powerful realization about our minds is the beginning of experiencing and living our lives and getting to know who we really are beyond the non-stop chatter of our minds this realization is also the beginning of seeing the light at the end of a very dark tunnel which are our fears and anxieties it's the very first step are you ready to take this first step